Thank you guys uh, for joining me today. Um, so obviously this week is Parshas Nasai, and I wanted to talk a little bit about the Parsha of Nazirus that we lane. And I want to specifically spend a few minutes discussing one of the more well-known Nazirim, uh, namely Avshalom. Now in Shmuel Bays, this is in Perik Yudalit, the Pasuk tells us that Avshalom was a Nazir and that he used to cut his hair when it got too heavy, which either because it weighed too much or, or it was an extremely uh, large, worth a large amount of money. Now, we know why Shimshon became a Nazir. God told his parents to make him a Nazir. Why did Avshalom become a Nazir? So just briefly to go a little bit of the background, I'm sure we're all familiar. Uh, uh, David's oldest son's name was Amnon. He also had a, a daughter, Tamar, who was sisters with Avshalom. Amnon very much wanted to live with Tamar. And he came up with a whole scheme where he was Ma'aneser uh, by force. And Avshalom took revenge by having Amnon killed after uh, Amnon is killed. Avshalom runs away to his grandfather, Talmayan Gishar. So to Kliyakar, he was waiting basically for David to calm down and for it to be okay for him to come back to Yushalayim. The Kliyakar says that while Avshalom was waiting to come home, he took a nether of Nazirus while he's in Gishor that he promised to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu if he was allowed to come back to Yushalayim. Now, the Svarnoi explains what is the purpose of a Nazir? What is a Nazir accomplishing? It's basically freeing a person from a life that's focused on Gashmias, I'm focused on the way a person looks. And Rav Hirsch explains why specifically the here, why is that we're, something that you abstain from? So Rav Hirsch explains, because here protects a person from elements, the outside elements. So a Nazir lets his hair grow in order to sort of create a barrier between him and the outside world. That what, hap what happens inside under the here is between me and Hashem, and I'm not focusing on the outside world, meaning I'm separating myself from the outside world from Gashmias. So Avshalom, he corrupted this because instead of his Naziris bringing him to distance from physical, we see that it increased his gaiva. The Gemara tells us that Avshalom was punished by his hair. Why? Because he sinned with his hair. How did he sin with his hair? His hair created a tremendous amount of gaiva. He started to focus on the way he looked and that gave a certain impression that increased the stature in his own eyes. And he gave everyone else the impression, hey, I'm a, I'm a Nazir, I'm a Biganov. But really inside, his gaiva was increasing internally to the point where he desires the Malchus and he rebels against his own father, David. And so that's obviously an example of insincere Naziris of Shalom. And in fact, when David, when David is convinced by Yoyov to let Shalom return to Yerushalayim, he refuses to see Shalom. He doesn't have an audience with him. And that takes another a, a period of time until finally Avshalom is brought back. So that's the insincere form of Naziris. What is the ideal form of Naziris? So that is a Gemara Nidarim on Daftesamid Beis. The Gemara tells us that Shimonat Sadik, who was the Kain Gadol during the period of the second Beis Amigdash, he never ate from a Nazir's carb. Why? So the Mepharshim explained because he always suspected that there was inappropriate intent or there was some inappropriate motivation involved. Why a person was uh, taking a Nadir of Naziris. Except that Mar says, one time, one time he did eat from the carbon. What happened? So the Gemara tells us there was a young man who was exceptionally beautiful, particularly his hair. He had gorgeous locks of hair. So when he came to bring his carbon at the end of his Nazir, Shimon Atzadik asked him, he said, I don't understand. You have gorgeous hair. Why would you become a Nazir? You're going to have to uh, cut off your hair. So the man answered Shimon Atzadik. He said, I was a shepherd for my father. One day I was tending the sheep and I saw the reflection of my hair in the well. And it started to have inappropriate thoughts, thoughts of Averis, thoughts of Gaiva. So I, I immediately, I caught myself. I said, Russia, you have Gaiva? How could you have Gaiva? You, you're feeling great about a body that's going to uh, die and 
decompose and is going to become food for worms and maggots. And that's something you have gaiva about. You feel special about that. I swear by the avoid in the base of Mikdash, I'm going to shave my hair. When Shimon Atzadik heard that, he ran and he kissed the man on the head. He said that the brach, my bracha should be that there should be many more Nazirim and Klai Yisrael just like you. So that is an example of proper Nazira, someone who, for the right reasons, goes and dedicates himself to Hashem Baruch Hu and specifically tries to remove himself from being tied to the physical. So the Al Sheikh explains, you want to know why David didn't want to meet with Avshalom when he came back? David refused to give Hashivas, to give importance to Avshalom's Naziras, because it wasn't intended to destroy his appearance, like the story that we just said, but rather it was to increase his appearance. And since it was a corruption, of the purpose of Naziris, David refused to meet with Avshalom. There's actually a postscript to the story, which is brought by the Gilgole Nishamis. He says, you want to know who the young man was that Shemin Atzadik praised? That was actually a Gilgul of Avshalom. Avshalom came back and was misaking for the gaiva that he had through his Naziris, that he came back as a young man who was did a tikkun for this misstep, and he actually was Mekadish himself for the right reasons for his with, with his Naziris. So it's a beautiful pro- postscript to the story. And it's a beautiful lesson to us that when we're at work now or we're helping out with chesed, the same action could be done for the right reasons, could be done for the wrong reasons. And to the outside person, you have no idea what the person's intent is. So we should keep that in mind to make sure when we do things, when we're at work now, why are we at work? Are we at work because we want to make a lot of money? We want to increase gashmias, Or are we at work because we want to provide for our family? We want to uh, be able to uh, devote ourselves to avoid the Hashem. And the only way to do that is to make a parnasa. So again, the thoughts that a person has can really elevate the, the uh, acts that a person does. And hopefully we'll take this lesson to heart. And through this, we'll be zaychet to see Mashiach Meir Thank you all for listening.